Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. I select a game, Edwin tries to play it, we both try to play it for 7 days. Yes. And for the past 7 days, I selected Pipe Push Paradise. Or is it Push Pipe Paradise? Push Pipe Paradise. Pipe Push Paradise. Lots of plosive P's. I've been saying it wrong all this time. Otherwise, it's Push Pipe. Pipe Push. Mm. Pipe Push, pipe, push, push pipe. Paradise. Well, I see. I even disagree. I think it should have been Push Pipe because you are pushing pipes. You aren't pipe but, pushing. Oh, maybe you but, are pipe pushing. Huh. Yeah, you are pipe pushing, right? Mm. The verb Yeah, you're be, not a box. Yeah. <laughs> are you a box pusher? Are you a pixel pusher? No, you're a pixel pusher. Right? But you're pushing pixels. You put in a push, pi- push pixel paradise. Pixel push pa- anyway. Pipe push paradise is the latest Thank game you. from Corey Martin. Uh, this was originally released on 2018 on different platforms like itch.io and steam, but most recently uh, launched on the iOS devices for your mobile pleasures. So Edwin, are you familiar with the, the genre uh, Sokoban? No, I'm not. Sokoban is a genre of games that was developed in Japan in the NES era where you push boxes in a warehouse at their appropriate spots. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that was a genre of game. Uh, it is a very popular genre in Japan. Um, they made like lots again? of different things. Sokoban. S-O-K-O-B-A-N. Ooh, okay, I was close, except I went for a C. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, if you think about even games like... Yeah, if you think about games like Bomberman, it's actually kind of similar, mm-hmm. or has that nature of being a Sokoban. But yeah, Sokoban, like one of the original games, it's literally you're in this kind of like maze-like warehouse, and you have to push boxes uh, <laughs> to their rightful spots. Uh, and obviously, if you push a box in a certain corner or an edge of the room, you can no longer push it up because you can't get around it. Mm, right. And so this follows that method of being able to push a pipe, but in paradise. Pipe push paradise, you have to connect things with the pipe that you're pushing. Usually a starting point and an end point to where the water is flowing. Also, the pipe has different dynamics. You can roll it, which allows you to change the, the curvature of the pipe from one direction to the other. Uh, and so there's all this stuff that you need to do in order to solve the, the, the puzzles in, in Pipe Push Paradise. Oh, I'm getting tired of saying Pipe Push, <laughs> pipe push Paradise, Edwin. It's all right. Uh, we can die for and just call it Triple P. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so alarming. Even though I know it's the proper way to say Guy Fieri, but whenever people say Fieri correctly with the, the strong R, it's alarming. I don't know why. Like it, it causes me to pause inside my head and my heart, Edwin. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. It's true. But let's let's proceed. Let's proceed on with Triple P. Sam, would you like to read the description for Triple P on the Double A? store okay Uh, i'm gonna have to read it it says a lot okay pipe push paradise is a seriously difficult puzzle game about plumbing and connecting pipes to keep the water flowing 
Pipe Push Paradise is a seriously oh it says it again seriously <laughs> difficult puzzle game they ain't kidding <laughs> right let me go push that home <laughs> wow okay you've arrived on a lonely island faced with a hero's calling the island's plumber has been out of commission for a while and the residents are counting on you to get the water running again I had no idea that islands had their own resident plumber that's good to know make someone on this island yeah really could have helped out Tom Hanks and Castaway <laughs> In order to help, you'll need to push, flip, and roll pipes all across the island in some of the most challenging puzzles out there. Okay, we got it. It's challenging. Yeah. <laughs> the minimalist tile-based gameplay is super simple, but the puzzles are anything but. <laughs> Driving that point again, each <laughs> offering a unique idea and problem to solve and filled with surprises and new mechanics. Sam, what I hear from this is it's difficult. <laughs> it's a difficult game. I found this a little bit too taxing for me. I gotta say. Oh, okay, good to hear, because I kind of thought it was just me. You know, like how I have difficulty looking up the page numbers in the index of a book and then remembering the order of the numbers. I thought this was just my brain being, well, my brain, because there's something about rolling the pipes that just hurts my brain in a way that's yeah. not pleasurable. Like, I really imagine, like, if you'd like that, then this is a great game, but, I mean, <laughs> not to jump right to the conclusions already... The rolling of the pipes did not did not amuse me. Did not me serve at all. you well. I really yeah. didn't like it. <laughs> me too. Um, I think even though I like the idea that there is this extra mechanic of being able to roll it right, and like a normal push puzzle, like you don't have to really think about the third dimension, uh, the dimensionality the of the object exactly, which I call triple but D. Because this, <laughs> but because this had it, I feel like. And really earlier on as well. I feel like so he, early on, I know. <laughs> it's like on the third level. Suddenly you're like, right. oh, hang on a second. The I'm ramp up this. of the difficulty just got really taxing. And But not only that, like, there's a certain way that you need to push it in order to push it. Like, you know, there needs Real to be good. like one angle. Exactly. And you need to go push it on another angle in order to roll it. And I always felt like that was not really clearly explained. And I ended up constantly struggling with that aspect rather than struggling or like wrestling with the actual solving of the problem. Yeah, let's talk about the so, rolling of the pipes because so you basically get these L-shaped pipes. Now, what happens is if you push at the elbow of the pipe, uh, it will just move uh, in its current location over one square. However, if you roll either arm of the L? Is that a good description? Now what happens is it will roll so if it's how do I describe this? So if this is flat down with uh, a pipe perpendicular to you and then a pipe, the other L of the pipe is next to you, you roll it forward one and now it's moved one square forward but now the pipe is now sticking up in the air. You roll it one more forward and now it's facing away from you, right? So right. that's, yeah, so if you push on the arms of the L, it'll do that. But if you push on the elbow of the L, <laughs> stop saying L, then you, it'll just move in its current uh, rotation. And the other thing is, you know, because this is an L, a flying L, it needs the space in order to, to have that flip over. And <laughs> it needs the space, yes. <laughs> if it doesn't have the space for it to flip over, it just doesn't move at all, which causes extra confusion. Confusion is a good word. You have to work out orientation and the space to get it into that orientation. 
Yes. And from where it currently is. Yeah, yeah. my brain did not like it. Yeah, I feel like they could have saved that for a little bit later. I don't know if there's, I'm sure there's going to be more mechanics that we'll get to eventually in terms of how to flip around pipes in this pipe pushing paradise, but. Triple P. Um, yeah, after, after I ended up just struggling with it for a little bit more, I felt like, okay, this is not the pipe pushing paradise that I had in mind. <laughs> Somehow you've wandered into pipe push flaming hellscape. <laughs> Pipe push, hellish nightmare. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pipe push, night terrors. <laughs> Which is kind of a shame because it, it looks, has this fun uh, hand-drawn quality to it. I um, do love the style and I really yeah. like pushing puzzles, right? Like generally, like these Sokoban type games are games that I like. like which is why um, mm. I was really looking forward to it. But unfortunately, I feel... We must get to the three by threes. The triple, th- triple three, as we call it. <laughs> Sorry, I will stop one day. But the three G's and then the three B's. <laughs> Let's start with the three G's, Edwin. I think it is rare for us to come across a genuinely uh, challenging puzzle game these days. Um, something that's so simple and challenging, that's quite, quite rare, I think. What, trying to think of other puzzles we've come across where it's just very complicated and difficult. Um, maybe some of like the world exploration games, not necessarily like Tomb Raider, but um, some of those sort of similar games where you have to like flip the switch, walk over to the other place, press the button, jump over the ledge, or do the rest of it. Um, those are quite complicated and difficult. This is so very simple. You pick it up in about two seconds. You're like, okay, I'm mm. pushing, rotating. Great. Um, but to add this little rotating rolling of the pipe just makes it so difficult right. in yet still so easy to understand. Uh, that's a pretty rare mechanic to come across, I think, in games. And um, yeah, it's challenging. It is a challenging <laughs> thing. Yeah, they weren't wrong about this game being challenging. Yeah, so I'd say the good point is if you're into like these pushing type games and you wanted a bit more of a challenge than the regular pushing things into a corner <laughs> and saying, oh, let's start again. <laughs> I think this is a great one. Uh, try it out. Like I think if... You can think around and really solve the the mechanic of being able to effectively roll things around and and find right. joy in yes. solving these type of puzzles. <laughs> yeah, if you enjoy like rotational mathematics in your head, uh, right? Then, yes. You know, you know how when you get a cutout of a cube and then you unfurl it and it becomes like this flat piece of paper that looks like a cross. Oh yeah, right yes. and. You're like, okay, so this equals the top, top side of the cube. That's essentially what you have to do, I feel, in order to, to solve these problems. You have to be able to think that way all the time. Right. You're saying, like, okay, so the L, the, the, the L pipe is laying towards me here, but exactly. uh, we need to. But then if you map that onto then... the ground, you need mm-hmm. to map out how much space it's going to take on the ground in order for you to successfully pull off that move, right? Right. So you have to unroll like what that looks like. Second good point for me is I appreciated the fact that it was like, you know, one of those maps where you go to the next level, but then the title of that level gives you some sort of hint. As oh, to what you, you love do. a hint, don't you? Yeah, I love it. That's I a mean, nice re- Yankai's Peak callback. Exactly. I feel like those are the good callback, by thank the way. You, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like it takes a lot of work to think about these names in ways that translate to the <laughs> mechanic that you have to do. Keeping yes. in theme, 
with the overall game. So, you right. know, and kudos. not giving too much away either. Not making it exactly. Like, this is the answer. <laughs> Push the it answer. to the left, dummy. Right. The That's the, the level of the map. Yes. <laughs> right. So I appreciate that. So that's a really great point. And if you, if you like these like morsel sized gameplay where, you know, every day you can come back and just do like one more spot. Um, mm-hmm. This is totally it. My next good point is they, they realize this is a difficult game and they give you like some nice undo uh, restart features one tap to restart the entire level, but you don't have to do everything perfectly. If you do mess up, you do have a quick undo, like literally at the, at the grid level. So you can just undo one step um, mm. very easily, uh, which I used a lot. Sadly, did not make it any easier, but <laughs> I still appreciated <laughs> it was there. I still got frustrated and my brain hurt, but it right. was nice that I didn't have to like completely start again. Um, yeah. There was that nice undo, quick undo, no tiresome animations to do it. You just boom, 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 undo, undo, undo. Nice. Very quick, very yeah. snappy. Yeah, I got to say like the movements and everything, uh, very snappy and and good. I, I, I will say something when we get to the bad points about the the mm-hmm. the, the way things move though. Um, but yeah, overall, like I think all of the UI stuff is very much in theme with like, kind of looks like an old treasure map mm, or like a travel yeah. brochure kind of. Yeah. And you know, keeps in theme, looks very pretty, nice looking game. I like it. Yep. Music's fun. I like there's different difficulty levels. Oh my gosh. Have I been playing on expert all this time? Nope. I've been playing no. on easy all this time. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. <laughs> Still can't uh, really <laughs> break out. I thought perhaps I was just a genius and I managed to solve four levels in expert <laughs> mode, but alas, alas, no. <laughs> right. It's a big game as well. Like you can zoom out and see the whole island. Um, yeah, there is. I'm not going to count them all, but I'd say upwards of 20, 25 levels by the looks of it. So it's a, it's a good, good old game for, uh, for your money. Um, let's get on to the bad, the, the, the three B's, Edwin, the bad points. Triple B. Well, we've talked about it already, uh, so I'm just going to go and grab that first one, is that my brain did not mix well with this puzzle. Um, that's not to say it's a bad puzzle, but or uh, a bad puzzle mechanic, but my brain and this puzzle mechanic did not mix well. Like it, I, found it's... It, I found it very difficult. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's what they say in the triple A-S description, but I... Double A-S. Uh, but... Even so, it was difficult. It was difficult in a way that was not pleasurable. Right, exactly. I think, you know, especially in a puzzle game like this, where you can see what the answer might be, usually in like a Sokoban, right? Like, I feel like you can see, like, the, the success is within your grasp. And a lot of these puzzles that I was trying to solve, like, I was just like completely dumbfounded on like, I have no idea how this is supposed to work in order for me to get this to work. Like there was, there's, it was like level five. <laughs> and it was like these two intersecting L shapes and they had to fit in a way that was, you know, it was, and I just couldn't for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what is this? Like, I have no idea. Um, yeah, it just got difficult way too quickly and didn't allow me to enjoy uh, you know, pushing pushing pipes. Pipes. Yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted to push pipes. The second bad point I think for me was the, the way that the animation sort of happens is kind of, 
I feel like the animation happens in bursts. So you can like tap to get your person to like get to this location. And then there's like either like another tap movement or like a swipe to then push your pipe. But then depending on which position you are of the pipe that you're moving from, it either then rolls the pipe or pushes the pipe, <laughs> which I thought... It's not called roll pipe paradise. No. And I thought that was very confusing. Uh, and it took a long... That, that was one mm-hmm. of the things that I, I was struggling with. Um, and yeah, that was one of the points. Like Even though it had like this really good UI, uh, that actual... When it came to the actual mechanic of manipulating these pipes it was a little bit hairy and confusing um so i wish there was a better way to for me to do that differentiating between moving your character and pushing the pipe is difficult um like it's yes it wasn't super pleasing like you can tap to move the character and then swipe for them to push the pipe but Mm. it didn't feel like it always did what i wanted it to do Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, even the way like your character moved, uh, it just showed dotted lines from like your path to the point where your character would move. But I sometimes found those dotted lines a little confusing because if you're all clustered, like if you're clustered around this area, it would just be like dots in like the cluster in like the square around you. I think if they just changed that from like dots on the tiles to like even like a path formed. That might have made things clearer uh, and show some sort of directionality. But yeah, uh, traversal was just also a little bit confusing. But yeah. Edwin, what is your final seven-day rating for Pipe Push Paradise? My final seven-day rating for Triple P is a two. I'm going to say, like, it's it, it drew me back, you know, on a couple of occasions because it is cute. It is simple to understand. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day in paradise, as the sun is setting and you're sipping your pina colada, (laughs) um, (laughs) which is apparently my definition of paradise, um, uh, my brain did not enjoy (laughs) trying to figure out how to roll pipes. So while it was maybe a push pipe paradise, it was a roll pipe nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, it's a three day for me. Uh, I came back to it uh, a couple of times to go through the levels, but once I hit that hard stop of not being able to understand how to solve a certain problem and just struggling with the controls of pushing the pipes, um, it got to a point where I didn't find it pleasurable enough. Um, so, yeah. But if you're into difficult puzzles, if you're into difficult rolly puzzles, <laughs> yeah. this might be the game for you. Yeah, Check it out. for sure. Well, Sam, that was your choice, so that means for this week it falls to me to choose the next game. And Sam, you have seven days to play Cluster Duck. Oh, that sounds all like an almost bad word. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm a fan of puns, so here we are, Cluster Duck. Now, as part of our new segment, Sam, what is your prediction for what this kind of game is based solely on the name? Something that has a lot of stuff around you. <laughs> okay, right. Oh, you mean like a, like a clutter, clutter duck? Yeah, something like that. Like Marie, Marie Kondo is going to come along and clean it out. Maybe it's something that you have to sort. Uh, yeah, maybe you're a duck that has to <laughs> okay. sort things. Okay. <laughs> you're the, you're the, the, Marie, the Marie Kondo of the duck world. <laughs> That's my yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. 
have to get rid of all the other ducks in order to be the sole duck. Right, get the eggs, feathers, sparks joy, detritus that they that they steal and uh, and hoard. Um, well, Sam, you will have to find out. But I, let me read you the trailer from the Apple App Store. The description? No, it's not a description. What do they call it? The little tagline, I guess. The tagline. The logline. The logline. Yeah, class the duck breed wacky ducks. <laughs> I love it. This already sounds like an Edwin game. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's free in the Apple App Store, uh, and I think 99 cents to unlock or remove remove ads. Sam, you have to play Cluster Duck. Before we go, Edwin, mm. would you have any things of the week? In these days of spending many hours indoors, um, I found myself kind of enjoying a scented candle. I don't know if other people have had this experience, but now I'm very much in, I'm now a big old candle boy. Uh, uh, so yeah, we've got, uh, no, I bought a whole bunch and, ooh, this looks like a fancy one. Sam has one right in his office. That's This yeah. is a very fancy one. This I've had this for a really long time as well. But yeah, uh, tell me more about your, your scented candle experience before I, I steal your thunder. Yeah. I mean, okay, I've got to say the Instagram targeted ads. I think I mm. may have looked once at a candle and now I've bought five off Instagram. So well done. <laughs> goddamn, goddamn <laughs> targeted ads work. They knew they got me the second they got me. But yeah, I've tried a bunch. But my thing of the week is not a scented candle. Mm. My thing of the week is a rechargeable candle lighter. <laughs> you got targeted for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I thought like <laughs> this was actually done on my own research because, you know, in the beginning, I, to be honest, hadn't ever really thought about how you light candles. I merely go and uh, take a, we have like a bunch of like, wooden skewers, like little like uh, disposable wooden skewers. So I'd go to the stove, start the stove, light this uh, disposable like wooden skewer, carry it over, light the candles, be done. But now you've got like, yeah, you have to like put out the fire. It's just a whole thing. Um, it's a whole thing. But it turns out there's a far better solution. Technology has solved it with what Sam is holding up right now. You cannot see this because sadly podcasting is an audio medium. But uh, exactly I will now describe what we're looking at. I think I have that exact same model. It's a USB chargeable candle lighter with a swan neck. So if you're having some kind of fancy candles with uh, as they burn down or you have a strange shaped snake <laughs> shaped <laughs> candle. Um, I think this has been around in lighter technology. It's essentially like a very high, high voltage or low. It's a amperage. plasma. It's a plasma lighter. Plasma. Right. Doesn't that sound fancy? Lava. It does sound fancy. Magma lighter. It's, it's like an arc. It's kind of like an arc welder. It has like a, it does make a, fun like sound. a little, it does make a fun sound here. Let me see if you can hear it. Yeah. I want to think a taser. It's basically a candle taser. You tase your candles. Yeah, you're tasing your candles. <laughs> um, and every time I use it, I tell tell my partner, this is the best thing I've bought this year. And he's getting really sick of me telling him every time. It's such a great thing. It's so, so handy. <laughs> it is very mess, handy. Yeah. Fuss, boom, it's done. I love it's it. It's done. You don't get your, your fingers all ashy from the candle wax fire, yeah, which right. is not erasable. Right. <laughs> yes. You don't have to like walk across the room with like a large splint lit, like trying to shield it from like the wind resistance that's trying to blow it out. It's right. Great. And normally if your candle gets pretty low, right. And that's you had like a normal light. conventional lighter, you have to yes. do that thing where you're like, you're burning your finger in order to light that <laughs> right. candle. Right. <laughs> right. 
for which time you just give up and go, this is ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is very good. It's my favorite purchase of the year. Purchase of the year, 2021. There's still much of the year to go. A plasma candle lighter. Good job. But yeah, do check out this candle, Edwin. Uh, Ooh, this yeah. is one of my favorite scents like ever. It's from a candle company in France called Diptyque. This is, uh, I think it's like Moroccan roses or something like that. But yeah, Ooh. it's a very gentle smell, but very nice. Oh, nice. It's called oh, Baez. Yeah. Okay, I'm always down for candle recommendations. And yep. here's a bonus candle tip, which I've found out and tried and it works. On the bottom of most candles, they suggest not burning it past like the last quarter of an inch, just because mm. often they're in a glass container. There's safety concerns. If the glass cracks, suddenly you have molten wax pouring out of the bottom of a candle, and that mm. does not sound like fun for anyone. Um, no, not but at now all. you're left with this sort of quarter inch wax disc at the bottom of a glass jar. And you're like, oh, I could recycle this, but wait, how do I get this wax out? What you do once it's cooled, put that put that candle in the freezer overnight, bring it out in the morning, and with a knife, it's quite pleasing. You can generally just prize it out like a big old pancake, uh, ah. and, and then you have a clean jar which you can recycle, and then you can just toss the wax pancake out in the trash. Oh, interesting. Edwin's candle tip of the week. Boy, boy. <laughs> Sorry, wrong sound effect. <laughs> My thing of the week are blue light glasses. Ooh, this is also okay. another Instagram. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Instagram targeted advertising works. Targeted ad. Uh, yeah, so I bought myself a pair of um, movement uh, blue light filtering glasses mm. and they're supposed to filter out the blue light from your screens and your monitors uh, which makes you uh, more comfortable when it comes to bedtime because mm. the blue light blue is supposedly bad. it strains your eyes it keeps you awake um, mm-hmm. but yeah they are stylish and functional maybe I don't know it could be a placebo thing it's snake oil it's all <laughs> snake oil Instagram is just a big old snake oil place they're not um prescription glasses right they're just clear lenses but they clear lenses but they filter out the blue light light, supposedly yeah if you filter out blue light doesn't everything look the opposite (laughs) of blue is that how things work no No. i don't i don't think how that works but here let me give you a demonstration let me let me see okay are you gonna put on the on the zoom camera so i can see Uh, the difference i can't i can't find it um there's the it came with like this little laser light that's like a blue light uh, with a photosensitive piece of paper that when you shined it it would it would kind of like expose uh the the blue light right Ooh, okay and when you do it through like a normal normal set of even like shades or glasses like it exposes it but once you do it through the glasses it mm-hmm. actually stops the blue light and the the paper isn't as exposed oh well there you go that's not snake oil that's science right there <laughs> <laughs> It's almost as if they could preempt your uh, your skepticism. My concerns, yeah. right? It's like, no, you try this, buddy. Then I you guess, tell your course, friends about us, right, on your podcast um, <laughs> to hundreds of people. Well, I guess, of course, the thing is, it may stop the blue lights, but I, is it actually d- beneficial? Does yeah. it actually make a difference? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like when I when I do keep them on for for most of the day, like my eyes do feel comfortable afterwards. Like mm. it's not as like I don't need to like rub them as much or feel they they don't feel as tired so maybe yeah. maybe it works yeah yeah 
and uh, you know the true. You know, it's not true tone. What's it called on the uh, on macOS? The um, oh the night not night mode. Is it night mode? Where it kind of night gen- shift. Night shift. Right. Yeah, where it kind of gradually goes a little bit more orange. Like that is definitely yep. more pleasing on the eye as it gets it darker. Is. But maybe that's just because. I don't know. I mean, I guess it does get more warm, warm tones. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a science behind it because, like, there is. It's like also the the app Flux on the on the Mac, which is super popular for for R.I.P. You know, (laughs) oh, oh, because Apple Mm. launched them once they brought out Night Shift. That's true. Yes, I don't think Flux exists anymore, but yeah, I know it used to. So I have seven days to play. Cluster Duck. (laughs) You do, Sam. Uh, if you would like to tweet us any game suggestions or candle suggestions, uh, you may. That's <laughs> seven days to play. On Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and yeah, search for us on Spotify at seven days to play. Seven, seven, days, to play. Play. seven days to play.